0: I'm Ryan. I'm Braxton.
1: I'm Christian.
2: And welcome to The Question at Hand. What's up, guys? And welcome back to The Question at Hand. I hope everyone has had a wonderful week. Today has been a pretty hectic day for me. I, would you would wine? wine. <laughs> dude? It's been it's been long. So we had several people out at work today, and it was uh, it was a very long day. I got home. I got off. I left work at seven, and then I went to go eat. And while I'm eating, one of the ladies that works with me called and said, "Hey, I locked my keys to my house in my desk. I need someone to come let me back in." So I had to drive back, and we oh, had, we man. went to Dairy Queen. So we had just gotten our food. And like I think I had like broken a chicken strip in half and like <laughs> dipped it in the gravy <laughs> and literally she called and I'm like, I didn't even got to take a bite yet. So I literally drove back up there and it has been a long day. Anyway, so <clears throat> I got a couple couple things. So the first one is the other night, uh, we had a movie night. Because That's true. Christian Braxton and I had a movie night and we watched Pop Star, which is the Lonely Island movie. Yeah. Never stop, never stopping. <laughs> and then uh, we watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. which uh, I did not know a whole lot about Charles Manson, um, but I got to do a little research, and I watched like a, like a 60 Minutes video that they did on oh, Charles yeah. Manson, and I was like, whoa, this thing is actually like really freaking interesting. And basically, if you haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it like portrays the situation and like the cult of Charles Manson, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really show him and no one actually gets murdered in the end other than the cult people. Right, right. So, it's a little different than the actual, It's alternate the actual history, deal. basically. But, yeah, I watched a deal on that and that guy is freaking crazy.
0: It's insane. Like,
2: abs- Like just him is insane because they asked him at one point like what he thought about women and he, <laughs> this is like one of the things that I thought was kind of weird was he was like, oh, you know, I think they're nice. I think they're soft and kind of squishy and i was like okay and he's like so uh and then he was like you know as as long as they you know do I like what, medium rare as long as you know they they do what they're told and like <laughs> keep their place and the guy was like what <laughs> like what do you what do you mean by that and he like said something else and the the reporter that was there with him asked him something else and he's like dude i'm just trying to like play my way out of this and get out of get out of prison and you're here uh, making money while you're here. So like, stop asking me questions. Like, I'm trying to like prove myself innocent. Yeah. And I was like, this guy is literally insane. Like absolutely insane. Yeah.
0: It's crazy what he was able to convince people. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. And like, it seemed they, they talked a little bit about like the, there were th- like three girls, I think that he really got to do yeah. like the killing in the 48 hours that he did. And, uh, I was like, dude, they could literally make him, he could literally make him do anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so one of the ladies that's in that, uh, like 60 minutes, like little mini documentary kind of deal, um, is someone who, when I think they arrested him and like brought him in for trial or something, she was like, I mean, yeah, he just looked like some regular old guy. Like, I don't know why they think he's like the Lord and savior. (laughs) But right. <laughs> she was like, he looks it's like a long hair. He's like a short guy, and just had him like a jacket. And I was like, okay, this guy looks like a loser. And yeah, <laughs> they thought he was like the greatest thing.
0: Yeah, the Problem is, it's the it's the charisma, right? It's how they can how they talk to people and how they can. Yeah, I mean, mess with people's brains
2: to yeah. Get like them to just do listening stuff, to like what crazy. that he had gotten those girls to do, he was like super manipulative about everything. Oh yeah, and like it didn't matter, like really what he wanted them to do they were willing to do it and I was like they brutally murdered these people like something that no one at that time had really ever like seen before like it was that bad and uh yeah they had the I think one of the cops that showed up and like found the bodies and stuff um he was like one of the first ones on the scene uh they had him in the deal and he was like still, like, shaken up, and this is, like, years later, Yeah, and he's, like, I mean, I just can't get that image out of my head from when I walked in there and just saw bodies laying everywhere, and I was, like, holy crap, man, like, can you imagine walking into a scene like that? That, Like, that's something that you would never forget, Mm -hmm. ever, and it would haunt you, like, the rest of your days, like, 100%.
1: Yeah, I took a few classes on cults, but it was mainly, like, um, religious-based cults, like Jonestown stuff. Yeah, Jim Jones, um Waco. A lot of religious based cults we didn't really dive into Manson, but one of the first signs and one of the biggest kind of indicators that there is some sort of cult almost brainwashing going on going on right? is that there is like this absolute loyalty to the leader and they are free from any sort of fault, I guess, by everyone in the cult. And Mm -hmm. so the first thing, they could do anything. And one of the biggest indicators is that the cult followers, um, particularly a lot of times it will be women and there will be a male leader. um, They do not see any sort of fault in him and will follow him indefinitely Mm -hmm. and
2: and it's it's almost like a lot of times cults have like the same beliefs as well like it it may not be that initially they have that but like over time their beliefs mold to be whatever the leaders is and i mean that's probably kind of seen in like the kkk or some other you know really famous cults i guess you could say famous um as in they've gotten lots of attention for doing the insanely cruel things that they've done um but like i mean even especially that cuz it's like so focused on racism that like a lot of times you may have some kind of similar values but you get dragged into it and it's like to the point where right to extreme you, you don't racism. even know what you believe anymore because you just follow whoever is leading mm-hmm. like if mm-hmm. they say go kill this person you're like okay yeah i'm i'm going to go do that
1: and a lot of times if you get left um as a cult member or if you are freed from it there's absolutely no remorse or there's no um kind of feelings of guilt after yeah they they followed them so far and it basically it's kind of rewiring your brain to think that everything coming out of the system everything coming out of that belief framework is correct and there's no chance any of it could be wrong yeah I don't
2: know man cults are crazy things like really out there It's so crazy that like for this like specific one that they like all live together on like a ranch. Like a lot of times it's not that they all live together. They just like have meetings and stuff. Mm -hmm. But like this, like.
0: Well, the thing about this that was interesting was at the time there were tons of basically communes in in California and other places. Uh, But the West Coast typically, basically, you know, the, the hippie, the counterculture was big. So there were a lot of actual communes. Who, where they all lived together in the same thing? They grew their own food. They maybe had some sort of belief system, maybe they didn't, but they were living away from the main, you know, part of society. Basically, so a group living out there on the ranch thing would not have been unusual. You know what I mean? In fact, it was extremely common at the time. Mm -hmm. But you know, it was more than just a hippie commune. It basically turned into a full-on Yeah, and I I feel like you know,
2: I feel like in the movie when they portray that, we as like normal society would think that that is extremely weird that all these hippies are living together on this ranch, Mm -hmm. whereas to them or someone that may have lived in a commune similar to that are like "Eh, this is just like a normal thing. Like this is kind of what we did. We just didn't go out and kill people. Yeah, because someone told us to. Mm -hmm. Like that's really probably the big difference in like what was going on at the ranch compared to like other, other places. communes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Another key thing is when there's a leader or group of leaders um, who try to separate you from family and from right, I guess, yeah. other places where you can get information from. They try to limit your information. Isolation. A lot. Yeah, isolation is a big key. Jim Jones, when the US government kept following him, um, he kind of got in trouble for some cold behavior when he was still in, uh, I think it was Indianapolis that he was originally I based think. in. Um, he had taken over as pastor of this church and he had made references to mass suicide. And he convinced all these people. And that how much he loved Kool-Aid. He, yeah, he did. I was, you can edit that out if that's too risque. He yeah. did have them, <laughs> I believe it was Communion have them drink, and he told them it was poison. And then he was like, oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, Right, yeah. So then he... JK, guys, LOL. They buy a bunch of land in California, I believe. And he gets all these people to leave their families. There's still some contact here and there because they're still in the U.S. But um, they tried to set up their own camp and everything. And then the U.S. was kind of like... I keep saying the U.S. It was some, you know, government... Some agency, basically. Agency. They were like, something funny is going on here. And uh, all of a sudden, he packs up and moves to, I believe it was Guyana. I think so. And uh, they set up a, essentially like a self-sustaining thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Colony there. And um, that's where it really became cult-like. Yeah. But the Mm -hmm. Jonestown story is really weird when you dive into it. Yeah. And it's crazy how a lot of those people just blindly followed and a lot of people knew it was going on. Uh, Right. When um when the I I don't remember the name of the politician, but when he visited with that film crew, they had suspicions. Yeah. And he was essentially tipped off to what was going on there. Yeah. That was the weirdest
0: thing, the thing with like the reporters and stuff. Because weren't they like walking to the plane
1: or something, mm-hmm. getting ready to leave? And they had people set up with AK-47s yeah. along the runway. Wouldn't let them leave. Yeah. Mm. Up until that
0: moment, they were still like, maybe we should just let them leave. Because uh, as far as everything, I think like the whole interviews and everything they went and saw looks normal-ish. Mm-hmm. And then at the last second, they were like, eh, we're not going to let them leave.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, partially was that Jim Jones realized that he had kind of been found out I think right like even
0: a, if there was no evidence in the stuff in someone, the video
1: yeah someone slid that I think it was a congressman slid him a note of some sort saying like send help and they're like okay let's Yeah, I don't remember if it was I don't remember who the film crew was with but yep, they were there and they had a small plane on the runway Then, uh, after they had been killed, Jim Jones is like, this is it. This is the end. Yeah. But a, a lot of those religious cults, the end to them is considered like their apocalypse. So kind of the main framework in a lot of this is that there will be some leader convincing them that he's Jesus reincarnated or some very powerful figure capable of all these miracles. And, uh it usually ends with them convincing people that they need to prepare for some sort of impending yeah. apocalypse. Mm. It's fascinating stuff when you dive into it.
2: Yeah. I haven't looked in the cults very much. What's the difference between like a cult and like a secret society or is there much
1: connotation?
0: Yeah, basically. Well, like, I mean, it's hard to define exactly because there's a lot of
2: different. I'm sure there's some kind of a line in there that people classify something as a cult or like a secret society. The Masons are a secret society,
0: but
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's they're not a cult
1: necessarily. You know what I mean? They're not. Yeah, at least in the general public eye, right? There's some no, there's no secret negative. societies people think like might be diving into some weird stuff, but for the most part. The big difference between secret society and a cult is probably the blind following of leader and it's more the entire identity of a person is found in that cult, whereas secret society is something you're part of. Right, yeah. I mean, there are so many politicians and investment bankers and stuff in these various secret societies. Right, um and or it's
2: supposedly in the secret society. Yeah,
1: it's it's more of these, um I'm sure a lot of it's just a, a status symbol in, in connections. But cult th- my definition would well, be Well also
0: the, the, the cult thing, there's the phrase of like, oh, it's a cult of personality. Yeah. Right? And so most of the time that's what I associate with to be a specific cult thing, there needs to be a leader mm-hmm. dude that is the orchestrator of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Very rarely is there like just a group that does stuff.
1: Yeah. There's always someone yeah. like, you know. I'd say that it needs to be like that and it needs to be opposite of kind of mainstream thought.
0: Yeah, it needs to be, yeah. You know, and uh, Counterculture, some sort of anti-establishment. Mm-hmm.
1: And in, in cult generally... <sighs> I I would say the big difference is that a cult generally becomes 100% of a person's identity. Right. Yeah.
2: Okay. And a secret society is something like people of a certain status are like a PTO. (laughs) That's a horrible analogy. Like a parent teacher organization where everybody kind of has like similar beliefs and like ideas and like they're all there for like kind of the same reason. Like, Whereas like a PTO is there to like support the kids and like help plan things. And mm-hmm. a secret society is like, hey, we're all like really rich. <laughs> <It> basically. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all get together and hang out every you now and then. It's kind
1: of brotherhood versus brainwashing there. I mean, it's not just religious cults. It's not just violent cults. There are a lot of other things that could be classified as a cult. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly one we looked at was, um, well, even if it's not a religious cult. It can still have like religious undertones, It can still have religious undertones. There are so many groups with their own ideas about the end of the world. Most cults that do have religious ideas tend to base themselves upon the end of the world. And uh, there have been cults for hundreds and thousands of years based on believing there's some sort of impending apocalypse one kind of genre of cult that we did look into was environmental uh, like radicalism. Oh right, yeah. So like the,
0: radical like Greenpeace. Yeah, yeah. people well,
1: kind of but that's very much within mainstream y- yes, acceptance. It is. I mean uh like one group believed in the complete elimination of advanced society and it was we need to become Extremely carbon negative, and basically return to the state that Earth was before any sort of industrialization. Right,
0: and so their solution is to
1: basically blow up all refineries with like actual bombs. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot have gone to the level of violence, but it's just that idea that we need to end all. Yes, which to mo- which to the average you know person is an extreme. Yeah. View, essentially, you know. Like, no more homes, no more electricity. No No more more, clothes. No more eating meat. No more dairy. No more anything involving animals. We are here to take care of the earth. But it's also kind of... They have a very specific idea of speciesism, where us taking ownership of the earth is like a direct violation of... The rights of other species and so they're like the earth is not ours because it's home to all these other species we should not be doing any of these stuff they should have the exact same rights as us and we should all go back to square one so that's just one example mm-hmm. uh, right of, of another mm-hmm.
0: kind
2: well uh I had three topics so that was one um, the second one is uh, <laughs> the next two actually kind of come from an episode of Reply All that we listen to where they had callers call in But one of them is one that I've been thinking about for a while, and then I heard it on there, and I was like, holy crap, yeah, that's really infuriating. And it is uh, when you're playing a mobile game, like on your phone, and you haven't... Maybe it's a free one, and it's got an ad pop-up. Or you get, like, a boost or something in a game, and you watch an ad. And the ad is really fun. Like, it lets you play along, and, like, I know that there's one... I don't remember what it was called. It was some kind of, like kingdom game because like in the ad you defend like a castle with like turrets and stuff and there's like people coming and i used to play like Bloons tower defense all the time and i really enjoyed that game and it a was a lot of fun those
0: high school laptops that was like the number two game of all time
2: uh yeah probably but i played the crap out of that game and uh i had it on my phone for a while and i got to like some ridiculous level and then my phone like started freaking out because I got so high and there was so much going on but uh this this ad looks like that's what kind of game it is it's like a tower defense game and so I download it and that is not at all what that game is and that's like so true for like so many of these mobile games and the ads that they're putting out are so misleading and uh, I don't remember what exactly the game example was but uh, she was like, "Yeah, like I got this ad and I downloaded it, and the game was like nothing like the actual ad was, and it like makes me really mad because they're like, it's it's sad that the ad for a game is more fun than the actual game,
0: right? Why didn't they just make that? Yeah, why did
2: they just <laughs> do that for the game? Like why <laughs> why do something completely different that's, that's not very, even I a didn't part even of think your about game?
0: That that is that's there's some irony behind that,
2: dude. Yeah, and uh, I think the one that. They were playing where they'd seen an ad. Is like, have you seen the one where you, there's like a, a couple or something, and like it's raining and it's like pick umbrella or this other thing, and you like pick one and then something bad happens, and like you pick a different one. Like it's, you pick the one that you think should be right, like an umbrella and a rainstorm, and then it lightnings and it's like shocks both yeah. of them, and then it's like they, you, it like builds a tent, and so it's like, do you use a heater or a fire? And so like it's raining and they plug in a heater. Or if you put the fire, the whole tent burns down. And so like it's this weird stuff where you like you're like, Oh, that actually might be fun. Or like I think Jenny mentioned one the other day where she uh was like, You you know those ads where you like have to fix something or like it shows you a video of someone playing it and you're like, wow, that person is absolutely horrible. I could totally play better than them. And so you go and download the game and it's nothing like that. Like, dude, it's so mad. It's like, it Mm. makes me so mad that the games.
0: I never thought about it before. I don't really play any mobile games. Oh really? But so, but the only familiarity of something like that I have is like all the memes of like the trailer for the mobile game. And it's like the mobile game. And it's yeah. always stuff like, it'll you know, show like uh, a scene from like Lord of the Rings and then like the actual mobile game will be like, I don't know, two like Lego Knights figures or something. Yeah, like just something extremely, yeah. And
1: which one used, Um. which one spent millions on getting Kate Upton in the oh, commercial? Oh, yeah. We well, had dragons. Oh, was it, is it
0: Clash of Clans? If it wasn't Clash of Clans, it was like the, the competitor of. Yeah. I remember that, Yeah.
1: I don't really, I don't play mobile games, but I do remember that was a when big she was deal. in
0: the commercial. That was when I was like, "Okay, so this is like a thing. This is a thing now." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's also basically which probably the start of the era of what you're talking about of basically them basically doing anything they can to get you to download it. Yeah, but including being so big brain that we make a sucky game, and then we make an ad that's a good game to sell the sucky game. Yeah, but why make a sucky game? Uh, I know.
2: Because what what are you gaining other than you're having some people download your app? But That's all they want.
0: That's all they need.
2: Do you get paid for downloading a free app?
0: No, but it's the same thing as like uh, getting clicks on a website. Yeah, they get ad revenue.
2: They get ad revenue? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even if you download it and
0: immediately delete it? No, but... On their, like, spreadsheets, they're like, oh, we got 5,000 downloads this week. We got to get more. And like, But the company and the game is probably ultimately losing money. But it's like, oh, we got the clicks. It's probably one of those things. You know what I mean? Like, get just getting the numbers of like, how many people downloaded our game. The
2: ga- like, the ads for the games are literally so simple that it gives you a scenario and you pick one or the other and it's fun. Or, like, you place a turret that constantly gives you money from, like, Killing these bad guys as they walk up to your castle wall. Like, why not just make a game like that? Why make some other thing that probably took a lot more money and a lot more time to make than you just like making these random ad like. It's not even like you you know why probably why should they? There's no rule that
1: says they can't be misleading with their ad.
2: That's true. But why not just make why not just make the game you put in the ad that's way better than your actual game.
0: Yeah, that's the irony, is that they probably... You know what it is? In developing the game, they probably don't spend that much money. In developing the ads, they probably spend millions. But the games are... You know what I mean?
2: The games are always more complicated than the ads, and they suck. Like, they have nothing to do with anything that was in the ad. And I'm like... Because that's where the money goes, I bet. Why not just make this the game? Like, that would make so much more sense. Like, I feel like that's something I get all the time. But all I get right now are Wordscape's ads, And I don't know if you know what that is. Basically, it's a crossword puzzle. You have, like, five letters at the bottom. And you, like, spell it out and finish the crossword puzzle. And it's super freaking lame. And, like, there's another one, too, um, where the people, like, are so bad at the game. It's, like, one of those with, like, the... There's, like, balls and you, like, draw your way down Mm -hmm. to, like, a truck or something. And it's supposed to, like, fall through and they always lose. Or like there's one right now that I've seen quite a bit where you have like these, uh, there's like lava and then there's like coins and there's like a guy at the bottom. And if you open up like the lava, he dies. And then you have to like, so it's basically a puzzle for you to open like the right thing at the right time. Yeah. And I don't think that's, a, I, like, I, I'm to the point now where I won't even download the games because the ads are so
0: misleading. It should be like a lava version of Temple Run. I, that would be it's, fun. I would, like <laughs> Temple
2: Run. I played that so much. But like, what's the point of being so misleading with your ads that no one actually wants to download the games anymore because you never know if the game is
0: actually going to be like the ad or not? It's not about the game. It's about the money and the clicks. But it was never about the game. You're games. literally paying money
2: for an ad just to have no one actually download your game because you've been so misleading with other ads that people don't want to download free games anymore. Like, I feel like people are more likely to go and look at, like, the top charts of games and just download, like, the top free ones rather than actually, like, go and download the games that the ads are for.
1: Yeah, What was that one game that I uh, played that one time? Like, three days. The match one, or the story one? Yeah, I
2: don't, I don't remember what was that called. I don't
1: remember I, because I remember
2: we seeing, talked about it on a podcast. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, it was like episode three. I saw an ad for it on YouTube, which is weird because I don't play mobile games. But I was like, this sounds really funny. It was a scenario that was not in the game. I do remember that. Like it wasn't. Yeah. But it. Yeah, it was like um, uh, it was a stupid game.
2: You, you so basically you go through and make these decisions, and it follows like a storyline. I think it was and called you, Choices or something. Choices. I think that's right. Yeah. It was. A, you, it like was. A choose a, your own adventure it was, game. It
1: was a choose your own adventure game, and I chose the free one, and it was where there was this matchmaking. You chose yeah, it was. Poorly. There was this matchmaking service, and for some reason, at the end, it turns out the girl that you were matched with was a robot. They Reveal that like four clicks into the game, it was pretty early,
2: <laughs> yeah. And, then, and at that point, and then I was you have to buy more stories. So, Christian bought like some stories,
1: yeah. I had a bunch of like iTunes credits he used, so I was like, dude, yeah, if I'm going in on this game,
2: <laughs> and so, like, for the next three or four days, he like texted me all these choices, he'd like send me screenshots and be like, bro, and he'd like, I don't remember what the girl's name was, but he'd be like, she just like. Broke up with me and is now dating my best friend or something like that, and I was like, Like, "You're like, who are you?" I was like, "You need to stop playing this game. It's consuming your
1: life." It was so. It was so funny. (laughs) I just I went all in on it. I was like, "Dude!" Once I found out she was a robot. I need to find out the end. And of what's this. what's funny is that, didn't you, have, that. didn't you have didn't you have like a
2: character where you could like customize him and yeah. it would like insert it into like the comics oh, yeah, that yeah, it had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he like spent all his credits on like bro. I made him a hat. queen. <laughs> But he spent (laughs) so it gives you like so many credits. I haven't heard the word clean in so long. Yeah. So it gives you like enough credits that you can unlock like the next story for free. And he spent all this money on a hat. So he had to buy the next, like the first story
1: after the free one. Yeah. Then I ran out of money and I had to wait like 12 hours before I could play the next like scene.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my gosh. They've got you. They pulled you in with that one. (laughs) Bro, they really did
1: though. (laughs) But I will admit the ad for that was very close to what the game actually was
0: mm-hmm. what year was
1: that two years ago three yeah.
2: Two? it's like a year ago
1: it was the summer of 2018
2: we haven't done the podcast for
1: two years yet well it was the summer of 2018
2: it's in one of our early episodes I'm sure I'm pretty sure we talked about that cause I'm pretty sure we were sitting
0: here when you downloaded it <laughs> <laughs> we have been doing this so long, we're starting to circle around. We just, no, we're not. Not, not really. We no. did that, like the second episode in. We're like, we were talking about the same thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What's the big deal about the World Cup? All right, Christian, now your turn. All right. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't like to
2: talk. So basically, <laughs> yeah. I, I have this game that I've been playing for probably way too long for a free game at this point. Uh, but it's called Idle Miner. And it literally like I watched the ad for it and it was exactly like the game was. And so that's probably why I'm still playing it now is because I was like, Oh, this is actually kind of cool. But it, there's like nothing to it other than you just like level up stuff. And it took me forever. I actually figure out how to learn to play like to figure out how to play it. Cause it doesn't tell you a whole lot. <laughs> it's just like, Hey, here you go. Yeah. We'll get you started on your first mind and then you can figure it out from there. And so I don't know why I'm still playing it, but I am. So yeah, I wish ads were more like the actual games because then I might could actually find some games that I like to play Yeah, and not be like, oh man, this is such a letdown.
0: You need to click on an ad for a game that's opposite of what you want and it'll probably be that game, the ideal game.
2: It might, or I'll click on the ad for a game that sucks and it'll actually be the game and I'll be like, oh wow, these it's guys, like now it. <laughs> these guys spent money on this? Oh gosh, that's so dumb. Uh, and then the next thing that I wanted to talk about.
0: So packs of wild dogs that control most of our major so cities.
2: In that in that same episode, <laughs> you remember
0: telling nice? I
2: don't know if you guys <laughs> uh, listened to Reply All. I don't really don't want to like give him a free plug, but I also really
0: no free rides I also really enjoy it's the one podcast. of the most successful. But they had this podcasts. they had this
2: Colin show, and this guy said that he had like the cure for baldness. And so oh, yeah. So they keep calling it the the mystery goo and they they went to the links that they like reached out to their lawyers and like wrote up a contract so this guy could tell them and then they bleeped it all out so we have no idea still what this freaking mystery goo is. So, but I there are this. some details about what it so is, right? So I see this video on Twitter unfortunately i know what this is oh my gosh man so i see this video on twitter and uh let me let me connect to the freaking board since apparently my bluetooth doesn't want to work right now um and then we'll we'll uh we'll play this
0: we'll play the beginning of it anyway because you you really really wanted to know bro
2: i like really 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 wanted to know what the crap that this stuff was right you think you're
0: gonna go bald do i think i'm gonna go bald no, not I mean, really. you seem really concerned about this. No. Well, <laughs> the,
2: th- the reason that I want to know is because this guy said it doesn't just cure baldness. Like, he felt better. He, like, cured depression. It, like, did all this crazy stuff for him. Like, it was some magic cure. Not that I have depression or anything, but, Alcohol like... Alcohol doesn't cure baldness. <laughs> i <I'm>
1: just <laughs> It sounds like apple cider vinegar.
0: It,
2: it may be. But there's no way, because he said it was Gross. Apple cider vinegar. It is, but lots of people... I actually kind of like Lots it, of people but, drink that already. Like, I don't feel like that would be thing. I like vinegar. Thing. <laughs> oh, but yeah. All the details
0: they gave made you, like, guess. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. But then... Dude, but it was a lot of stuff, because they bleeped out a lot. Yeah. I like a lot, a lot of stuff. And it's so, probably a mixture. It's probably, like, you take hydrogen peroxide and mix it with uh snack pack chocolate pudding. Okay, that would be really funny. But I doubt it. But it could be something that It could be like, oh, it's a mixture of Nicolas Cage's tears and Croatian sourdough bread, you know?
2: I don't know, man. He made it sound like it was really gross and like people would seriously well, judge
0: him for what he and was And also, concocting. didn't they say that it was something that could be gotten easily?
2: Like yeah, it's, but it's readily he, available? He, It was also like really... He was afraid that if he... Came out with this thing that it would only be available to the rich because it would cost so much because mm-hmm. there's only like a limited supply of it. I think is what he said. And, <sighs> and they, the first
0: thing I thought of was it's bat
2: guano. Yeah, I know,
0: but for some, it would just be funny to. It think also of bat caused guano. like coronavirus. Is that it, from bats?
2: They they ate like bat soup. I thought was what caused it.
0: Oh, I didn't. I haven't actually
2: looked up like. What I don't the think cause it was, was guano, but it was like bat soup mm. that they had in China. That sounds really gross, too.
0: Guano balls. Collect but the whole set.
2: Anyway, so we, me and Christian went down to the farm. We went fishing, and we shot some stuff for the film. We're listening to the podcast on the way there. I get back. Tuesday night, we record. This is like Sunday. Tuesday night, we record the podcast, and Christian went to the bathroom. Braxton's standing by the door, and I'm like, holy crap, dude, someone put out the unedited version of, like, the mystery goo, the Reply All. And like, so, it got leaked. I was so excited, and I start showing Braxton, I, like, explain to him, and this is this is what I get. So what is it? What is the mystery goo? It's
1: a good steering wheel that doesn't fly off while you're driving. What? A good steering wheel that doesn't fly off your hand so, while you're driving. And
2: so, basically, if you don't know what this is from, a couple months ago, we watched this show... <laughs> Called, I think story. you should leave, and it has this scene where they're okay. like pitching car ideas,
0: and this weird guy. There's this weird. What was he, is he Greek? Some sort I of Mediterranean. Think he's like Cuban. No, he's Cuban. Oh, he's Cuban. Yeah, he and has one so of he keeps those indistinguishable all, accents. He keeps
2: saying all this random stuff, and <laughs> basically, he gets to this point where. I mean, like, the, they're talking, they're, like, spitballing new car ideas and stuff, and all he wants is, like, a steering wheel that doesn't oh, fly does. out of your hand <laughs> while you're driving and, like, come out, and, like, it's going to cause you to crash. And uh, so, basically, There's he's no like, reasoning behind a that. A good steering wheel that doesn't fry off my hand while I'm driving. And so, the, someone decided to put all the cuts over what, what they bleeped out. And I was like... But, holy crap and i like immediately like like turned it off and i was like you have got to be kidding me and i'm looking at braxton and he's just like cracking up and i'm like okay we got to show christian this when he gets back (laughs) because christian would have thought that was funny because he actually knew like listened to the whole episode with me i do know it was like
0: it's like this too because like what are the chances that there's someone who listens to reply all and has seen that show i think you should leave and loved because when that came out, we loved the steering wheel dude. We thought it was hilarious. We'd almost forgot about it, and then this comes around where someone edited the two together.
2: But it's coming from a credible source too, because this guy is an engineering composer at Gimlet, which which produces even... Reply All. <laughs> and he, so he tweets out the genius. Here's the unedited oh. mystery goo from the most recent Reply All. Sorry to betray you, Alex Goldman and PJ Vote but the people deserve to know the truth. And I was so freaking mad, dude. Like of all the things that they could have done of all the things he could have put over that, that would have been funny. That (laughs) was was what it was. Oh my gosh. I just want to know what this freaking mystery goo is. He's like, basically it's a, I think the, the, uh, the episode title is actually called like the cure for everything or something like that. And so, this guy, like, he's like, I think I found the cure for baldness. And then he's like, I think it could literally cure everything. And so, what are you doing?
1: I was about to talk. <laughs> no, no, go ahead.
2: Go ahead. Uh-uh. I mean, if you're going to interrupt me, go ahead no, and no, talk. No, no, no. No, go no. for it.
1: I was waiting. I need to finish. Finish. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead and talk. Because I just had a thought and I didn't want to forget. He said it's a plant. But it's a goo, apparently, right? I don't know if it's a goo or not. That's what they just called it. Is it aloe vera?
2: I mean, you can eat aloe vera.
0: I don't think it cares baldness, though.
2: I don't think so, either. I feel like that Is would have been... it a plant? Been, I feel like that would have been something. I feel like it's a concoction of something.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: Ketchup and sugar. I don't, I don't feel like it's Spice
0: just, and everything nice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I I don't feel like it's just one thing. Yeah. Like, there's no way that it's... In fact, I think he said that it's like two or three things mixed together.
1: And they said they were grossed out.
2: Yeah, they were like really grossed out after. So, so I don't have a clue what it is, but I really want to know. And so right now the guy's like apparently looking for an investor so he can like
1: go on short Tank. <laughs> I don't
2: know if he's going plans to go on Shark take or what. Nah, but can. I just want to know what this freaking mystery goo is, man.
1: No, there are too many red flags about this. The fact that this guy did not observe it in other people. He just said he thought he felt better. It could I thought he did observe else. it in
2: someone else. I thought he gave it
0: to like his brother. That's two God people. Doesn't count because they're genetically I
2: know. That's what they said too. They were like, give it to like someone that you trust that wouldn't like go out and say, hey, this is what it is, but would be like a good test subject that doesn't like share the exact same DNA. Cause I think he is like a twin brother or something. Oh well, yeah. They... So it was like even worse where the guy was like, they were like, yeah, you should probably, you know, test this on
1: someone else to make sure. Didn't they <laughs> say that it was probably the stress that was making his hair go away temporarily. They thought it was a placebo effect too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have to worry about. Plus I think by the time we go bald, Science will already Science, have developed it uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's always the main thing of like what's when the question is asked, I think I even saw it on Reddit the other day where it's like what's something with all our technology can you believe we've not like fixed? And like the top like two answers were like baldness.
2: Yeah. I mean there are lots of people our age that are already balding or are bald. So where mm-hmm. we may not have a problem at the moment. There are other people that are our age or even younger that are having this problem. Yeah, so oh, yeah. it would be it would be cool if like somehow this guy found it out. But it was also like such a weird deal because he called in like for their hotline deal, and hey, he's so just uh, he's just like they're I like so they
0: care for baldness.
2: He like tells them this, and then he's kind of, they're kind of like so. Do you have like a, a question that you called in with? Because they call it they they open the hotline for like super tech support which is like a segment they do on their show where people call in with like some weird deal. So like the lady called in about mobile games and like why yes, and then someone else called in with something else. And then another guy called because he was, uh, one of his friends was just like, hey, they have a hotline open, you should call in. And they were like, so do you have like a question? He's like, no. Uh, there, But I do, I can not tell you about what I'm doing, kind of. And he was like on some kind of like a hearing in like New York City. And he was the, Family member of a 9 11 survivor, I think, which was like, it was crazy. We were like, yeah, he's like, I can't tell you where I am, but I can kind of tell you about what's going on. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, why are you calling in? Like, do you even listen to their podcast? Like, someone's just like, hey, you should call into the show and talk to him But they had some interesting people on, and then they had this random guy talk, calling in about mystery goo and they were like do you, do you have like a do you have like a question that you want us to help you with and he's like uh yeah i mean I my just, question is i really don't do know. You want to not be bald <laughs> he was like i really just have no idea like what to do like i don't know if i should like tell someone about this or if i should you know keep it to myself or um like, I really don't know. Like, and so that was really his entire deal was he just wanted somebody to talk to about his weird concoction that he'd made that he thought cured baldness. So I don't know, but I, dude, that freaking video. Oh my God. I was so mad. Oh, you know how mad I was. Cause you were standing there and I was like, it was so funny. Oh though. my gosh, man. I just wish we had like gotten that on video. Cause that yeah. would have been like a really top notch reaction that, Someone could have got it for me. Oh man, I'm sleepy. <laughs> I kind of am too. Yeah, it's been a long day. It's already nine o'clock. It's really not that late compared to how long we normally talk. I know, <laughs> but yeah,
0: uh, it just depends on the day. Like I don't know. If it's it's hard to tell what makes like.
2: I think Christian's tired I'm, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, if
0: I'm going to come home and be tired in the evenings or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because sometimes you can have a very busy, eventful day, even a stressful day, and then you can come home and you're fine as far as, you know, you're not tired, you're not, you know, stressed when you're at home. Yeah. And sometimes it comes with you, and sometimes, you, you know, you get sleepy. And sometimes the whole thing of, like, Always thought about this, like the way sleep works. Of like sometimes you know staying up late and getting up early, I feel good, even better than regular days sometimes. Yeah, and then other days the complete opposite. Yeah, where I'm like I, I feel horrible. And then some days you like sleep too much. You can sleep like, too much. I feel even worse. I f- I feel <laughs> uh, yeah I feel even equal when I sleep a normal amount like four hours or like you know 10, <laughs> ten plus hours. A lot of times feel like the same
1: you wake up and you're like yeah the best thing that i've ever done is download one of those sleep cycle apps oh yeah where it wakes you up when you are closest to being awake because if you're like using an alarm clock and it wakes you up in the middle of your deep sleep cycle right that's what it is right it's where are you at in the cycle Mm -hmm. you can also trick yourself into so the cycles are like typically 90 minutes, so an hour and a half. And so you've got an hour and a half, three hours, four and a half hours, six hours, seven and a half hours. Most people should get either six or seven and a half, mm-hmm. but like at, at UT, I was on really weird sleep schedules. So I would try to get either three hours or four and a half hours sometimes and then sleep for an hour and a half yes. later in the day. I, I kind of was on that schedule. And so
2: some of the time I was not
1: a lot of people. Apparently uh, some people don't even sleep every night. There were people that lived on my dorm floor. Those people are what we call insane, but (laughs) did they do that
2: on purpose or did they like take Adderall?
1: No, they would do like two naps a day. I knew one guy that would only sleep every other night who was an engineering student and he... (laughs) was and now probably, he sells cracked. Yeah, not in a good place mentally. Just because of how like rigorous yeah, your university engineering program was. Um I never had that issue. It was more like I just have to study for this test. It wasn't every night, but yeah. Well, the way mine happened is like I would I
0: would I would like stay up late to do like either do fun stuff or do yeah. homework and then I'd get up early to do work or go to class early. And then I would come back always in the afternoon at like three. So I would get like two thirds of my sleep at night. And then I would get the other one third by taking a nap in the afternoon when I I got home.
1: I think 90% of college students are on that schedule.
0: Mm -hmm. It wasn't bad. Mm. I was like really productive.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You just, you're awake enough to make it through class. As soon as you get back from class, you take a nap.
0: Right. And then you're ready to go for whatever you're going to do that Mm -hmm. like afternoon, evening.
1: (laughs)
2: Yeah, I didn't have that look for real all the time. Because <laughs> uh, we always had practice in the yeah. day. Or I had to go, like, work out or something. So my naps, a lot of the time, would be from, like, 8 to 9.30. And then I'd stay up, like, till yeah. like, 1. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go to bed. Which is probably not good for you in the grand scheme of things. In well, the grand scheme of things.
1: I do know that sleeping too much can be as bad if not worse for your health than not getting enough sleep. Yeah. Yeah. But not getting enough sleep can kill you. Yeah, pretty easily. It can
0: it's like the easiest, you know. Yeah.
1: Anyway, back to the what I was
0: uh, how does the sleep cycle app work? Oh yeah, like how does it is it just based on that like one and a half idea or
1: No, it does it like measure kind of how you like you to like too? keep
2: your phone under your pillow?
1: I don't remember if I kept mine under my pillow or if it was just near me. But it does something where it tracks sound and movement. And it can you can look later at night and see these charts of no. where your activity is going up and down. And it shows you how deep the sleep is. You look at it and you're like, yeah, I remember waking up at three AM last night.
2: How does it, how do, I just don't understand, like, if it's not, like, motion activated from the accelerometer in your phone, how is it tracking your sleep? Like, if you just, like, have it on your, like, bedside table or something, where well, there would be, sound. Like, well, yeah, but what kind of sound is it picking up? Like, is it, you're moving around, and, like, when you're sleeping the best, you, like, don't move at all, or is it based on your breathing? Probably both, breathing?
1: but I know this one, you had to have it on your bed.
2: Oh, okay okay so it does run off the accelerometer
1: and it it yeah it it knows when it's moving and it tracks um what's called rEM which is like rapid eye movement yeah. like the band yeah where your eyes are like twitching really fast okay
2: because like if it was through like an apple watch or something that you could like sleep with it on you and it's like got your heart rate and there's probably an app that like has that i mean I'm, I'm sure it. there is one but like if it's just through your phone, like I don't, I, I mean, I guess the accelerometer could work, but I don't. I just feel like there are so many factors that play into like sleep that yeah. it would be difficult. It to was track so your specific
1: phone. too. Like it told you, like it gave like an estimated time that you fell asleep, the exact time that you woke up, and then it gave like an efficiency rating on how like the quality of sleep that you got. Right. So generally, I would be like, your sleep was like seventy percent. Effective or efficient, whatever. Fifty percent C, yeah. Fifty percent (laughs) weed, and then it would give you these analytics, and it was like you get the best sleep on Thursdays, Mm, right?
0: That's interesting. That's interesting. You can look at a calendar.
1: Yeah, you can look at a calendar and tell what your worst night of sleep of the entire year was, and what your best night of sleep was. And then there's also,
2: I feel like I had my best night of sleep the other day. I like woke up and was like. I feel Good really, I feel morning,
0: good pretty morning. Pretty much, yeah.
2: I was like, dude, I, I haven't felt this rested in like a long time. And I don't know what I did differently that night, if it was like the temperature of the room, if it was... It could be uh, so many things. I mean, there's so many factors that play into like good sleep.
1: That Yeah, there so. were also things that you could add about your day. You, you were supposed to describe your day, like I had a workout that morning or I had a workout that night. This is what I ate. This is what I drank. And it tracked it. And it said, this is... It was like you get an average of fifteen percent better sleep or more efficient sleep when you don't drink coffee.
0: Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's
1: pretty cool. Give you all those analytics. It was like a six dollar app or something. Yeah. But it was it was pretty cool.
2: Mm. Sounds like it was well worth the six dollars.
0: Yeah, it was worth it.
1: Yeah. And it it well something too is
0: uh, logically you could probably use it for. Like, two or three months, and then you'd probably have a good idea of basically what you'd need to do. Mm-hmm. But what <laughs> it, is, you know
1: what I mean? What it's super useful for was waking you up. Yeah. that's When the, you are the closest to being awake. So, there's no, like...
2: So, did you feel, like, groggy-ness. less groggy and... Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you feel a lot better? Like You feel you like up? you're
1: awake when you're being woken up, because if you're woken up from deep sleep, you're like, where am I? Mm-hmm. I have to spend several minutes getting out is of this? this app
2: called. I'm going to download it like right now. I'm pretty no, see, sure it
1: was called sleep cycle.
0: My problem sleep is, cycle. is, is the waking up. I go to sleep extremely easily and I sleep very well, mm-hmm. but getting up, no matter whether I've got like four hours, five hours of sleep, the regular seven or eight or like 12 waking up, I'm always groggy and I never want to get out of bed. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Like it, it it like when my alarm goes off, it always takes me like fifteen to twenty minutes to like get up. All these apps are free. Was it like a free
2: app that had in-app purchases? Or was it like a six dollar app?
1: No, but I also purchased it probably five years ago.
2: There's one called Auto Sleep.
1: No, it was called Sleep Cycle.
0: Auto Sleep, Sleep Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh my eyes we're putting out a call to something about transformers
2: and transformers robots in disguise good night thank you guys for listening we really appreciate it um, subscribe on a podcast Spotify wherever you listen to podcasts uh, leave us a review those are always appreciated and uh, if we get some We'll start reading them on the show. We want to talk. We want to call <laughs> you guys out and say, hey, thanks for, thanks for supporting the show. Um, if you'd like to send us an email, you can do that, question at hand at gmail.com.
1: And uh, other than that, we'll see you in the next one.
2: Bye, guys.